0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Whether you've overdone it at the gym, at the dinner table, or on the couch, AHM Health Insurance have a cover for you. Join direct at ahm.com.au. For Sen America, this is the Sen NFL podcast. Plenty going on tomorrow. We're
1: going to start first game straight off the top: Patriots at Browns. Tom Brady is back. James,
0: how much do they win by? Um, can you score a hundred? What's what's the record? I don't know, but no, it, I, I, it's I think doable. Brady's going to be a bit rusty. I think the Browns are going to hang in there for about a half, and then the Patriots, will, they'll probably win it by about seventeen points. So. I think they're I think they're paying about ten points. So if you like that, I'd, I'd take them. They're they're gonna they'll, they'll touch them up late. The Browns struggle. They're young. They fall apart always in second halves. Uh, I can't see Brady losing his first game back.
1: No, that makes two of us. Um, unfortunately, we can't look at all the games today uh, because of Bathurst. We will pick the ones that we think are the best. Staying in the early games, the Eagles travel to the Lions. The Eagles' defense have been pretty good this year. Um, and Stafford will need to bounce back from a pretty ugly showing last week in Chicago.
0: The, the good thing about Stafford is he doesn't usually play two bad games in a row. He, he's a bit too talented for that, and that's not saying that he's an exceptional quarterback, but he just has so much talent that uh, he, he struggles to play badly all the time. Um, I think this is a danger game for the Eagles. I'm, I'm not saying they lose this, but it's one of those games you're going in, you're traveling, they've had a week off, they're pretty high and mighty from, from a 3-0 and start, I can see them losing it. So I'm going to take the Lions at home because it's the kind of game that they'll get up and win. It'll be a pretty impressive effort for them because, as I said, that
1: Phillies defense has been playing great lately. That front seven, Fletcher been Cox, is outstanding. He's outstanding. He's well, he he got rewarded in the offseason with a great big contract extension. Looks um, like nothing now. Yeah, and they're getting a bargain, quite frankly. It was yep. a big deal, and I still think it's going um, really, really cheap. Next one we want to take a look at the Bears going to the Colts. Um, it's a really weird matchup. This one, both teams are pretty much on a on a one way train to nowhereville. Yeah, someone could a coach could get fired come the end of this
0: game. Uh, Paganos, <laughs> Paganos in real trouble. There's now talk from Grigson, the GM that the Andrew Luck contract is what's hurting them from signing other talents. Uh, well, he's the GM. He's the one who did the deal. Yeah, they're falling apart. He was. I think he was kind of implying that he was forced to to make that contract, but. When you have a guy like Andrew Luck, you never let him leave your franchise. That's just the way it is. When guys like Ryan Tannehill are getting signed to long-term deals, Andrew Luck's not going anywhere. So, yeah, it's it's about to fall apart. The Bears are coming off a really good win last week where they ran all over the terrible defense of the Lions. I see them doing the same. I think the Colts are going to get done here, and we're getting into some firing mode. I think Pagano could be gone in the next couple of weeks. That is a front
1: office, they're all a coaching staff, and an owner. None of which are
0: on the same page. No, scrap them all nobody. Scrap them all. Start again. The owner, the, the owner, always wins for one reason. Obvious the reasons. Owner. He writes the paychecks. Uh, he will fire them. He'll fire the GM. He'll cut whatever plays he doesn't want. He'll bring in a coach, and they'll start again with Andrew Luck at the helm. And I tell you what, most coaches will, will take that opportunity. They
1: need to find a coach who knows offense. Yep, and I think they will. Yeah, somebody like um, oh, I mean, no, you can't get Belichick, but they need a guy who can take a look at what Luck does really, really well. And put him in a position to succeed. I like Kyle Shanahan.
0: I like Kyle Shanahan in Atlanta. I think he's going to be a head coach next year. What he's done with Atlanta, what he did with the Redskins with RG3 his rookie year, I can see him. He would be a great fit for for Andrew Luck. He could get that offense absolutely humming. He'd
1: put in a great running game, too, to really help. Yep. yeah, really helped take some pressure off off that passing game. Spot on. Um, we're skipping over if you're a fan of the Titans or the Dolphins. Sorry, but no one cares about your game. Going to the Redskins at the Ravens. Um, Ravens coming off their first loss of the year.
0: Now they travel up the Turnpike to Washington. It's forty meter. Uh, uh, sorry, forty minute drive. It's not far. <laughs> it's not far at all. Uh, I think Baltimore get back on track. I think their defense is the real deal. Kirk Cousins has struggled against anyone who's got a good defense this season. I see them winning that – the Ravens don't win big. They'll kind of win by a touchdown That's because that's the way they play. It's their style. But I think you'll find the Ravens will come away with a W. I think the Ravens are an, an all right team. I think you'll see them in, in the playoffs.
1: Uh, I, I don't. I don't think they've got enough. They play in such a tough division. They've got Cincinnati and they've got Pittsburgh to deal with. Brownies no one has to worry about. But that is a really tough division. I think those other two teams are better than them. They're more likely, one of them, to win the division and one probably to get the wild card. I know they've started well, but I think it's a really uphill battle for the Ravens. I'm still not convinced they've got enough. I, mean,
0: I just don't think the Bengals are that good, and we're going to find out this week. Are well, We'll talk fi- about them in a sec, yeah. but
1: um, I still think they're better than the Ravens are. I, I can't I can't see them both coming coming out of the division. Um, and the, the Redskins are a real concern for mine. I think a lot of the cracks are starting to appear, and I think they could be... Headed in the wrong direction.
0: Do you know the the Ravens are the number one defense in the NFL right now?
1: It's still early for those kind of stats. I start buying into those midway, midway through the year.
0: They've been impressive early on, though. So, and it's the seventh ranked offense from the Redskins. So this game could go either way. I just want the I just want the Ravens to win. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> the tax the Texans sorry traveled to the
1: Vikings. Um, the Vikings are still undefeated. They had a good win last Monday night uh, with Stan Bradford at the helm. They put. A lot of money and a huge investment to get him over after Teddy Bridgewater went down. It's worked out after so After we far. mentioned, it is working out, but that Texans defense is pretty good.
0: Yeah, they, they almost played better without J.J. Watt in the lineup last week. And I'm not saying that's because J.J. Watt's not a good player. It's more because he was so injured, he wasn't as effective. And they looked really good. They were able to get some other guys in the game and get some real pressure. This Vikings offense is terrible. It's the second worst in the league. They can't run the ball. They're dead last in the running game. They're getting better at passing the ball. Sam Bradford's improving, but he's still learning that system. Their defense is the real deal. They're only ranked seventh, but I think they're probably the best defense in the NFL along with Seattle. They're probably tied for me. Uh, But I think eventually not having any offense is going to hurt you. Osweiler has been extremely underwhelming for the Texans so far. I think he comes in in Minnesota. He has a really good day. Lamar Miller has a good day. I think they they still won here in Minnesota. They've got every
1: chance. Yep. The the weapons that they brought in this offseason, the Texans, I'm saying, brought in this offseason, as well as signing Will well, drafting Will mm-hmm. Fuller in the first round, they've put some real talent around someone like DeAndre Hopkins. I think... They've got a few I, O-line problems. I think they're sneaky good. I agree they've definitely got some problems there, but Osweiler's pretty good. I reckon they've got a really good coach yep. who is good at using his best
0: weapons and, and moving the ball around. I reckon... I think you could be on the right thing there. I really do. Minnesota think they go aren't going anyway. undefeated. They've got to drop one sooner or later, and this is going to be a low-scoring game. And what low-scoring games do is that they allow teams to beat you. And I think Houston will, will steal it from them. The last one of the early games will be the Jets at the Steelers. I think the Steelers will
1: take that one pretty comfortably. We do hit the later games starting with what could be the match of the round, the Falcons at the Broncos, James. Looks like Paxton Lynch will have his first start. It is a game-time decision with Trevor Simeon, but I think we'll see Lynch start his first game
0: in the NFL. I think we will too, and he looked okay last week. It was against a really, 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 really crappy Bucs defense. Cut it out. That's just mean. They're terrible. We're talking about your team next, so back off. Well, (laughs) well, at least we win. Uh, This is huge because... The Falcons touched up Carolina last week, who they were probably the, one of the best defenses last year. I think they've dropped off a bit. I think Josh Norman leaving, or them cutting Josh Norman, has has come back to bite them a little bit because he's certainly improved that Washington defense, and their pass defense has gone right down. Julio Jones touched them up for 300 yards and a touchdown last week. If you want to watch a game, that was one of the most dominant performances I've seen from a receiver. So going into Denver, who are a very good defense. Best uh, in the
1: league? I know, because you reckon, yeah. They're there. They're right up There's there.
0: There's about five that you can you can all talk about with the same breath. Uh, I think they're pretty good. They're certainly the best pass rush in the league. It's going to be interesting to see what Atlanta can do against that defense, because this is the big test. I'm This is really interesting, this game. Um, Denver's defense, are they going to be good enough to hold off the best offense in the NFL, which they are, um, and a Atlanta's defense, who is the third worst in the NFL, going to be able to do anything to stop a a pretty good Denver offense. The Falcons are getting four
1: points at mile high. It's not much, and I don't think it'll be enough. I think the Broncos are one to two touchdowns better than the Falcons. My concern with the Falcons is if Tlaib or one of their other really good corners can not even shut down Julio Jones, just slow him down, I don't think there's a lot else they can go to. Their, Their backs have been good in Coleman and Freeman, but I, I don't think they've got enough to go into Denver. Um, it's into tough Denver. to play in Denver as well. And, and people don't realise, it's called the Mile High Stadium for a reason. It is a mile above sea level. There's less oxygen there. It, those things do matter when you're playing competitive sports. I think it's a big ass to go in there and win.
0: I agree. I, I think Denver will win this game. I just want to see if Atlanta's offence can do, are they real? Because they haven't, so far... Well, they look terrible week one against yeah, the Bucks. And, they and, were awful. And you take Carolina, if you take that game out, they haven't done it against any good defences yet. No. What well, They did it against the Raiders. They're not a great defence. So Carolina might have had a bad day. Who, who knows? They might not be that good at defence. Like, we're early in the season. I want to see how this goes because I think Denver are a good defence. So it, this will be an interesting game. I'll certainly be watching it.
1: Yep. You won't watch it for long because one of the other games kicking off at a very similar time slot is Cincinnati travelling to the Dallas Cowboys. The, these two games are the best two games of the round. The really interesting thing for me that the key point to this game is the Cowboys' running attack versus that Cincinnati front seven. I think the game will come down to that matchup.
0: Yeah, and the the hard thing's gonna be. I, I know Lyle Collins' the left guard is out, so Leary will start again. He's he's a very good guard, so I don't think that's a problem. It's gonna be where the Tyron Smith plays at left tackle. He's he's up there as the best left tackle in the NFL. He dominates the game. Um, they they're gonna need him against this front because it's not the Redskins front or the Giants front they're going against. The Bengals are a good team. This game, as, as dumb as this sounds at week five, could decide how these seasons go for these teams. If the Bengals drop this, they're two games behind the division. That's tough to make up when yeah. you've got to go into Pittsburgh and try and win a game later in the season. If the Cowboys win this, they stay in touch with the, with the Eagles. I think the Eagles possibly lose this week to the Lions. I think it's, it's a trap game, and they could be... Tied for the division lead, playing them in a couple of weeks. It's a huge game for both teams.
1: Yep, absolutely. I actually, I'll give Cowboys a nod at home. Um, they should win at home. You, you and I have both been there for a home game when Dallas is there. That place when it's rocking, um, it, it's really it's tough for teams place. to go in there and to go in there and win. Um, in what's probably one of the toughest games to call, not through interesting, but just because both these teams are, are just enigmas. The Bills travel out to LA to take on the Rams. The Bills manage to win over the patriots last week but I still don't think they're a very good team at all and I don't think they got much chance going over to the rams who after looking awful in week 1 against the 49ers
0: have been winning the rams are awful they're the worst offense in the NFL they are the they have Todd Gurley who was supposed to be the savior they're the third worst running attack their defense is only 24th in the league when you have Aaron Donald on your team who with JJ Watt gone now is the best individual defensive player in the NFL. When you have him, you should be winning games. And they are, but your defense should be a lot better. Bill's running game's got better, but oh, I don't, this is too hard to call. I'll take the Rams because it's at home. Yeah, me too. Chargers
1: travel to the Raiders. Uh, the Chargers, are just, they just give up leads, and I think they'll do it again.
0: <laughs> I think Raiders will absolutely touch the Chargers up this week at home. They had a tough road trip to Baltimore. They're going to enjoy being back in Oakland. They will annihilate the Chargers who are starting to fall apart. Coach firing coming for McCoy.
1: Ooh, that's rough. Especially after week five. The Giants in the late Sunday night game will travel to the Packers. The storylines all week have been Odell Beckham Jr. basically throwing all of his toys out of the cot. He's an idiot. Throwing (laughs) hissy fit. It's been the storyline, but I think they're completely out of sync. I can't see how they go into Lambeau and get a win.
0: No, the Packers coming off a bye. They played really well the week before that. They'll take care of the Giants. I don't think the Giants are that good. Odell Beckham, he's young. He's only 22 years old, and he has basically the entire New York Giants franchise on his shoulders. But... That's what you get if you want to earn $20 million a year. This yeah. is what you're going to have to do. You can't be getting into fights with kicking nets and losing. <laughs> you can't be getting unsportsmanlike penalties. You need to grow up a little bit. Um, it's and t- it's time he does not it. It's tough when your haircut has more highlights than you do. Yeah, it's true. And his quarterback threw him under the bus last totally. week. Totally, and backed said, over him. <laughs> what do you think of Odell Beckham's performance lately? Basically, he called him a knob. Yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> the very last game of the... Of the weekend will be the Monday night. My Buccaneers travel to the Panthers.
0: Panthers at home.
1: Cam Newton is out there. we got half a chance, but Chris, I think we're going to struggle. They're
0: going to rebound it, it
1: hard. It, it's going to be bad.
0: For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America.